Alright, we all play video games here, right? Yeah. Many? Yeah, right? There's many. <laughs> many? You got, this is an unpopular opinion, but you know which game I hate the most? And I will hate it for the rest of my life, probably. Let me, let me guess it. Is it Fortnite? No. Fortnite? Maybe it was actually fun. No, no. no. It's just pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Pizza? Wait, what? I can't stop. Bro. Um, I, I, I wish you could talk. talk. You're just talking about the podcast. This is oh, the podcast. Oh, wait, what? I'm already recording, oh. bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, bro. We're already recording, man. Oh, All right. Yeah, take two. Take two. Take two. Take two. No, no. We're going to keep this going, bro. Everybody, welcome oh, to the last okay, time. Just okay. like a podcast. Here I am with uh, Mario and Max. We're talking bro. about FIFA today. <laughs> I can't stand FIFA, bro. I cannot stand it at all, bro. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. And FIFA, I think it was 18? FIFA 18, I bought the Ronaldo edition, 100 bucks. And it was supposed to get, oh, you know, like, like the 26 uh, or 48, something like that, ultimate team packs. And uh, it, was like yeah. the, the, it was like the top-notch packs. And I was like, hell yeah, bro, I'm about to pack Messi. You know what I mean? Like, I was going get, to get hyped. Bro, you know what was the best player I got? Out of those 48 packs. Like some freaking 80 rated player or something. Bro, nah, my best player. Like... My best player that I got that like I thought personally was good. I believe it was Gondogan. And a Niger, he was like 83 rated. It was like 83, Gundogan? right? Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Bro. Like, bro, I paid 100 bucks mm. to get Gundogan, who was like 2K in coins. 2K? <laughs> you can't. You can't. Oh, God. Can't. Bro, I can't. I, I just I can't waste bill for like a game. I can't do that. You either, yeah, you either have to waste a stupid amount of money or play that like twelve hours a day to get, get like. Oh, I did play time. twelve hours a day at the time. So yeah, Ronaldo, bro, man. No, the best like that, that ever got was like Bale, and he was like eighty-seven rated at the time. Yeah, eighty-seven. Yeah. Nah, but yeah. back when like FIFA barely came out, I was on it like twenty-four-seven because I was going crazy on the Ultimate Team, but then. Um, school got crazy and then work and all that shit. I mean, yeah, man. I'm not gonna lie, I almost failed my whole like freshman first semester because I was like, you know, FIFA just came out and I was like, oh yeah, I got all these packs. <laughs> Start ripping what, them like crazy. What did uh, you play? Um, what's that motor called? Foot chance? We can leave. No, dude, I, I oh. kid you not, I never qualified ever in the past like four years. Wait, play the foot champs. You would have been, oh my god, your your head would be exploding, bro. I hate it bro. so much. But at the same time, I, I never like destroying people. Yeah, like out of, out of like thirty, you, you play like thirty games, right? I never yeah. like got past fifteen wins, bro. It's impossible. These guys, there, there's people out there that play this game twenty four seven, and it's not even fun, bro. Yeah. Just yeah. stay clear of that game. I can't stand that game, bro. I literally was getting ready to go to therapy because of that game, bro. For real, man. No, man, but uh, terrible. I mean the only the only reason why I still play today, and, and let me tell you guys, I, I didn't buy the game after like I bought that hundred dollar version. I literally like either somebody's game shared it with me, or I got it for like a birthday or Christmas or something for the past four years. And so like, all right, I still got it. Like I never paid for it. That makes me feel happy. So the only reason why I play it still is because of pro clubs. You know, play with the boys. But yeah. another thing, another thing I hate about FIFA is pro clubs. Pro clubs is like the same way as all the other modes, where it's like you lose or something shitty happens for the dumbest reasons, and the lag on pro clubs is horrendous. Now, 
Mind you, I play with my cousin Anthony, and he has this weird lag thing at his house. Like, you know how people use lag switches? Yeah. Like, they flip the switch, and, like, their opponent starts lagging. That fool has his, has his own kind of lag switch but at his house. And guess what that lag switch is? <laughs> Damn, it's the yeah. it's a dumb ass microwave, bro. Whenever the microwave <laughs> turns on in the in the That's damn it. house, dude, he starts <laughs> lagging in this game, bro. And he like a he be like a you microwave. That's yes, a microwave, bro. Like somebody trying to heat up the food at the house, bro, and like he starts lagging. He's like, oh, the Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> exactly, bro. He's like, oh, sh-. he's like, uh, I gave him a nice through ball. He's like one v one against the keeper. He's like, oh shit, the microwave is on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah, bro, it, it's it's uh, I don't understand, bro. It's fun though. It is definitely club. the best mode in FIFA Pro Club. Yeah, but I think I think that's like my favorite mode to play. To be honest, oh yeah, yeah. I think Cause after I stopped, that, because I stopped playing Ultimate Team like halfway through this year. No, I'm not dealing with this anymore. So I just kick yeah, Pro Clubs with the others. Yeah, and I rarely play Pro Clubs only when the boys don't have work. I'm always busy too. Uh, well, I think they should start updating that mode, bro. I mean, it's the same thing every year. We still play it, but like, let's do something different from us. Bro. Hey, I, I still buy it. Uh, I yeah. mean, <laughs> <laughs> whether they update it or not, we're still gonna spend sixty dollars. Yeah, I ain't spending sixty dollars. Yeah, well, never again. Dollars. Yeah. I'm not gonna spend the bill. And Hell it has man. so much potential too, but FIFA just disregard it. Yeah, either that or or make a Volta into like a pro club. Yeah, Volta's cool. I too. think I think I think no one plays Volta to be honest. I think everyone no. just buys the game for pro clubs. I think that's the only pro clubs or ultimate team, really. Yeah, yeah. no one really cares about career mode or like Volta or things like <laughs> unless, that. I, unless you're a loser. Uh, <laughs> but they gotta yeah. release new shiny cards for people to spend money on. Yeah, man. You're never gonna see me spending um how do you call those things um FIFA points. You never bought FIFA points, bro. Dude, I've bought never. so many FIFA points. I bought money. so many damn FIFA. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I bought, I bought like at least 200 bucks in FIFA points, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Are you doing nothing? I'm either never I'm gonna grind to get coins, but I'm not gonna just buy FIFA points. Hell no, bro. You must be grinding all day and every day, bro. For real, you can't even get you can't even get good players if you just play the game normally, bro. What, what you tower curve of all the other cards? Yeah, would you spend twenty four out twenty five hours uh getting FIFA coins? You could spend twenty five bucks getting FIFA points, bro. <laughs> like you're already there, right? I away. know twenty four <laughs> hours of coins. I mean, of time getting coins convert to twenty five dollars of FIFA points. Like I'm like, all right, time is money. So I'm like, all right, fuck it, <laughs> give it, take my wallet. Uh, but yeah, man, I can't, I can't stand the game, bro. I know. I yeah. All right, we're, we're getting like Stay way clear. off topic. Only problems. Yeah, we're yeah, pro clubs only. All right, boys, <laughs> we got plenty. <laughs> Let's go back to why we're here, man. We got plenty to talk about. Uh, we're gonna briefly skim through this uh, Euro Cup uh, talk. I'll be Euro. honest, man. This, this group stage has been extremely. Uh, it's been boring. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just waiting for this weekend's uh, round of sixteen to start, and then that's when the good stuff happens. But what has been heating up is the NBA playoffs, man. So that's something that we're gonna talk about later on the show as well. But first, let's uh, check in with our boys. Mario, how you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. This um, Euros is, has been... Um, it's been okay. I From the last time I read it, it was four. Like two or three. But I'm waiting for the run of, thir- of 16s. 
But like you said, the NBA playoffs are crazy. They're entertaining me the most. So hopefully I see a LA team in the finals, hopefully. Just because I'm from LA. I'll see what's up. Yeah, I guess I'm the same way. Max, how are you doing, bro? Yeah, man, doing good. Did you guys miss me last time? Hell yeah, bro. We we needed a more uh <laughs> columns columns and hotels talks, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so those of you those of you who may not know, um Max had a uh, scheduled uh, bank robbery last week, and he couldn't let that uh, get in the way of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he can't let a podcast get in the way of that. You know, it's very important. So, yeah, almost got caught, but now I'm clear. Okay, I'm here, yeah, excited for the Euros. Uh, waiting for the North Macedonias, the Ukraines, to get out of here. Wow. Well, actually, they might they might stay due to these new you know third placement. Uh, third placement. Do you guys like? Do you guys like that? It's stupid, place? bro. It's stupid, bro. I feel but. like it, like lowers the intensity of the games and the value of the games yeah it does not gonna lie oh, well. but uh the euro is gonna euro yeah man well euros let's continue this talk uh today denmark clutching up with the four to one win against russia uh russia. i Watching this game and watching the highlights, I got uh, Andre Horta flashbacks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw that on Twitter, bro. <laughs> Wait, he played for Denmark from the Denmark team in the Euros? No, 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 no. Because one of the one of the Russian players played the, it from the, the back. Path. Oh, cool. Oh, like, right. the, the goal we conceded against the Galaxy, where Horta just gets the ball, dribbles backwards, and terrible pass to Tyler Miller. And who was it that intercepts the ball? Don't even remind me. I. Don't remember that goal. Yeah, I yeah. Swear. I mean, yeah. Let's not let's not go into that. It's what a debut, bro. What a de- what a way to debut. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, my God. Like, what do you? Oh, I don't know, man. Let's I'm, just uh, let's move on. We we yeah, can't be. T- uh, yeah, man. Andre Horta is terrible. Yeah, but yeah bro, no. Uh, Denmark. That was uh, a goal they uh, they scored, and then they followed up with two more goals. Did you guys see the Christensen goal from like? That was that one. That one was kind of weird though. Box. It was a really weird like curler, like kind of like when he shot it, he shot it up, you know, under, with his toe under, and then he kind of scooped it up with his heel or something, and it like like a little roller coaster, yeah, like, and, like an out swinger of some sort to the I don't know top left. It was corner. a curveball, bro. It was, he was like throwing it. It's like when Kershaw throws a top six curve to the bottom of the right strike zone. So, right. The play before it was just like a mess, like freaking loose balls everywhere, freaking shots, passes, yeah. everything. But he caught the goal, and so, they're through to the next round. Yeah, and to be honest, that's 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 kind of been uh, the story <laughs> of the Euros with all these like you can right. see the North Macedonias and whatnot, all the right. underdog teams and. The irrelevant teams, I'm just going to say, man. They're irrelevant. I'm sorry. We don't know who they are. I mean, they Russia, made it because they made it. Oh, I did not expect Russia to <laughs> exit in the first round. Uh, yeah. Well, Denmark, I mean, shoot, they have everything to play for. I mean, they have nothing to lose. They have that motivation of, uh, you know, it's not a good motivation, but, I mean, they want to they want to go as far as they can for Ericsson after what happened they- in the first match day. And so, I mean, I think they're playing with that uh, on their backs. So... Yeah, that's whole four four goals for them. That's and nice. they play Wales in the round of sixteen. Yeah, they're playing Wales. Very in the round of doable, very doable yeah. for Denmark. So there's six teams who have already advanced to the round of sixteen: Wales, Denmark, Netherlands, Italy, Austria, Belgium, and then those previous two already scheduled fixtures are Wales, Denmark, and Italy, Austria this Saturday 
9 and 12. So we're going to have two round of 16 matches or yeah, round of 16 matches for the knockout stage to start off every day from Saturday till I believe next Friday. Tuesday. So yeah. So two matches per 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 day. Oh yeah, 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 sorry. Saturday to Tuesday. My bad. Uh next Friday is the quarterfinal. So yeah, we're going to start heating up real quick, man. I mean, we got two more weeks basically if you think about it of Euros because it ends on July 10th. Next weekend is a uh, 4th of July weekend. Um, we're, we're already done with the group stages. I swear this tournament started like two like two days ago. We're already halfway. Yeah, there. I'm kind of glad we're <laughs> basically done, bro. I'm ready to get <laughs> the good part, bro. Like, I'm sorry, man. Uh, it has not come. My I'll be honest, guys. I've been watching hockey again. Like instead of the Euros, bro, I started watching hockey again. I'm like looking at like Czech Republic and like you know Denmark. I'm like I'm gonna watch hockey, bro. <laughs> All these hockey wow. countries. <laughs> I can't but, yeah, be bothered not. to wake up at eight in the morning and watch some Russia against whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna watch that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, I I could care less what happens to uh, Ukraine and Austria, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll find out what happens in the round of sixteen, bro. For real, yeah. If you make it to the round of sixteen, then you deserve some attention. There, yes, exactly. That's a you know that's the model of the show today. That's we're gonna quote that, bro. We're gonna have our editor uh, put that on, <laughs> on Instagram, um, but yeah, I think again, you know, as last week when we talked uh, about the group of uh, group of death, group F, um, I think that's that's still the main focus of this tournament right now. You know, I it think really all is. The teams, yeah, yeah. So we have France uh, after uh, after two match days already, heading into the third one, which is Wednesday. Uh, the, their final match day in Group F is France with four points, Germany with three, Portugal with three. And Hungary with one. Portugal sneaked away with the win against Hungary, three to one. Uh, very like, barely won it. Like, oh, was it three zero? Three zero. Three zero. My bad. Yeah. I'm reading the GD wrong. Because uh, Ronaldo like two tappings per usual. Yeah. Well, penalty and a tapping. But I mean, yeah. hey, bro, I'll be honest, bro. That goal, that second goal against Hungary, that was. Oh, it was crazy. He, it was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It, he uh, created yeah. space very well on that one. But yeah, it was yeah. Was, I forgot who was playing one twos with. I think it was uh, uh it wasn't Andres Silva. I forgot his name, but he was doing one twos over and over, and it was a golazo. Yeah, that movement was dope. He was just going around everybody, especially to that back line, you know, disassembling them and whatnot. But uh, hey man, Ronaldo, Ronaldo's gonna Ronaldo. Happened. Yeah, let's talk about and that Germany happened. versus Portugal game. Wow. What a <laughs> snooze fest, Never bro. Thought, I'm not going to lie to you. thought that was going to happen, to be honest. That I game was... Uh... The Portugal-Germany game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought... Wait, did you, did you not think it was it was good? No. Oh, like, I'm, tripping. Was... I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm thinking about... I'm, I'm thinking about France-Germany. My bad. No, yeah. Port yeah, okay. Should we talk about France-Germany first since it came first? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, um, France got like three disallowed goals, and they were pretty tight. The Benzema goal at the end, uh, I remember the others, but it Mbappe's was, goal was beautiful, Mbappe's bro. Goal. That was pretty cool. And the then further to the bottom right corner, bro. And then Hummels' own goal. I don't know. Oh, well, unlucky pal. What you think about uh, the match, Mar uh, Mario? French Germany. It was actually, it was actually pretty good. 
But like I said, the the one between Portugal and Germany surprised me. I never thought Germany was gonna go in Portugal having those assets. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, Germany showed up. But guys, technically, the way I saw this game is that Portugal beat themselves, man. I mean, two own goals like in the span of five minutes, like. That's that's crazy, man. They were dominating this game too, I think, man. In my opinion, they were they were doing pretty good. You know, they were taking advantage of everything that they had. Uh, Germany was actually looking a lot sharper than they have, I think, in the past few years, to be honest. And that helped. I, that helped them. That yeah, game. exactly. That did help them out. <laughs> I just thought of like I was just trying to put myself in Portugal's perspective. Like, damn, bro, if a third if a third own goal happens, Robbie, <laughs> I'll do it to tell, man. Not gonna lie, bro. What <laughs> does yeah, I'm like. To be honest, make make them score the other goal. I know, right? They blow out there. Hey, we all you guys want, bro. Make it even. Yeah, that goal, that game was a uh, pretty interesting. And same thing, Mario. I didn't, I didn't expect that, especially with those two on goals. It was, you know, it's frustrating from that side to for that to happen. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, it is the what it more is, surprising results: Hungary and France. Draw. Oh, I know the draw. Yeah, I mean. But what what, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, are, just, are friends just not good anymore? Nah, they're still what good. Happened, what happened there? Or, okay, or, okay. Is, or is Hungary going to win the Euros now? Okay. Wow. Well, no, no. This is like, <laughs> like, these, these aren't <laughs> the Yanks, somebody, buddy. Come now. Explain, explain that scoreline to me. What happened there? You got it, Mario? Um, in... I don't know. I think France wanted to give Hungary a chance. They want to make them happy so that they won't leave. <laughs> a charity, a charity point? <laughs> just, just let them be, you know? Just let them be for that day. And next uh, next some coming days, bye-bye. You're not in the Euros anymore. Hey, okay, if they made your France, for all we know, they might be Germany and then sneak in. Yeah, you never know, to be honest. This, pull up, pull this is why I love it. <laughs> for real South well the way that I you know, see so that this result is the same way that you know LAFC played Houston this past Saturday let me give you guys a stats bro yeah. France had 15 shots only one goal 67% possession 90% uh, pass accuracy they were surely frustrated because they had 15 fouls <laughs> and um, like Hungary had 5 shots 3 on target and one of those happened to go on yeah, so like, uh, like they literally by definition of dominated, they did that throughout the 90 minutes. They just ended up in a draw. And they played there, like, a lot was talked about how they were going to use, like, another squad. But, uh, like, their B team, since they have so much, like, wiggle room to work with that. But, mm. they, no, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Griezmann oh, well. is the only one who put the one away. But, I mean, that's what that result, you know, was shocking. But I feel like it's going to make a huge difference entering this final match day for group f because not only do we have portugal playing france which is going to be another banger but what if hungary could pull the offset pull off the upset against germany i think that's, that's that would be everybody, more exciting than the portugal france match to be honest with you right right because everybody's I, still alive everyone's alive with this yeah. one point i agree yeah man now that i yeah i feel like uh, i don't know dude so, it's so, like so, it's so crazy so, to think about right now bro so what are we Saying who's who's getting out of the group? What are we saying? Mario, who do you think is going out? I think 
okay, so the, the first time I said France and Portugal, but I think I think Germany is gonna win um Hungary. I think they're gonna beat Hungary. So I think France and Germany are gonna go through. Okay. But I mean Portugal could still go through because that I don't know what the heck that rule is, bro. That the third they have possible I think well, a point if they draw France, right? If they draw France, then they might sneak in as the like third best. Oh, I forgot about the third place thing. Yeah, that's what see that's what I mean. It takes now like yeah, of everything, so I know, yeah. Prop the three teams in the next round. Yeah, because they all yeah, I could totally see all three teams getting through probably yeah. portugal as third but all three are probably going to be in the round 16. yeah that's pretty well. all right let's let's play some scenarios real quick before we transition to the next topic let's say france portugal draw and hungary beat germany that's hungary four points uh portugal four points france five france points. five points so germany, let's see germany, germany out so it'll be five four four three five, that's four, pretty four, wild three. bro that is, but who was I mean, in second? Would um, would um, Portugal stay in second because of goal advantage or how how would that work? Dude, that's okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, Hungary has a minus three goal difference, so oh, never unless they <laughs> annihilate Germany like five zero. Oh, that's not happening. That's not. Yeah, happening. That's not happening. I'm pretty sure that's not. Wait, happening. wait, 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 wait. What if? Germany and Hungary tie. No, listen, 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 listen. What if? What listen. if? What if? No, I'm gonna do this, bro. What if? What if the GD stays the same? What if Hungary and Germany ties? That's four points. And Portugal, France tie. So Germany and Portugal will be tied in GD and on points. Wow. But then, and so then Germany, the, Germany would go through, right? Because they I think so. Portugal. Because they head to head. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, but, they but that means they would both tied against Hungary. So if you think about it. Not only did Hungary tie against France, the World Cup winners, but they tied Germany, the World Cup winners, and Portugal, the last Euro Cup winners. So technically, Hungary just won the Euros. <laughs> I mean, for... yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, we all... Hungary make it out of this. The scene, I know, bro. You know what, bro? Go hungry, bro. Go hungry, dog. Go hungry. I don't even know where they're at. <laughs> I know. I know, bro. I can't even point. Like, you pull up a globe. I'm like, I don't know where hungry is at, bro. But I'm going, bro. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, we're going to already take a commercial break. When we come back, me and Mario, we're going to break down the NBA playoffs and react to the shocker of the Sixers losing game seven against Atlanta Hawks. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Los Angeles Saga Podcast, where we talk about things that are irrelevant to uh, what we're supposed to be talking about. Speaking of hungry, man, <laughs> we got to keep this conversation going. Uh, just imagine the social media buzz if Hungary advances in, like, either Germany or Portugal or, dude, even France. They, I think they have a chance of getting knocked out. Uh, no. Because like, mm, they have four points. Oh, they have, yeah, you're right. No, I take it get, back. 
Yeah. It's yeah. Germany and Portugal. Those are the ones in Jeopardy. Yeah. That's that's insane, bro. That's crazy, dude. Like, and then that, that also brings me back to the point where it's like, imagine social media back in the day where like sports moments happening. Like, imagine how people were reacting when, when Jordan won those six championships or like when the Buffalo Bills lost those four Super Bowls. Like, the <laughs> memes, bro. Like, <laughs> so, social media came in late. Yeah, man. Oh, that would have yeah. been... been epic, bro. That would have been epic. But, uh, yeah. It's okay. We got social media now, so we can make fun of uh, Ben Simmons <laughs> uh, passing up the dunk for whatever reason. Anyway, let's go ahead and transition to the NBA and NBA talk. Mario, bro, what the hell happened with the Sixers, man? Uh, if I knew, I would tell you. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, um, I don't know what's happening to Ben Simmons, to be honest. Um, the way he like, I don't know if he's scared of the basketball. I don't know if he's scared to score. I just don't know what's happening with Ben Simmons. I and on the other hand, on the other hand, Joel Embiid came off. He, I actually played pretty good. Matisse Thybulle as well playing good D. But um, I don't know, man. I think yesterday's game was um the last time we see Ben Simmons as a Sixer. To be honest, yeah, man. Okay, Max. What do you think, Max? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Max don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> He's just here for comedic relief. Um, no, man. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, not in the past. Well, I saw the stat on on inside the NBA after the game. For the past, what four games? Games four, five, six, and seven. He didn't shoot a single. Uh, yeah. He didn't have a single field goal attempt. In the fourth quarter of those games, and all those games were very close. Not even in the fourth quarter of the game where they were up by twenty-five in Game Five, and that's very frustrating. Especially since in Game Seven, Trey Young didn't even have a good game. He had a sh- shitty game, bro. To be honest with you, he had a terrible game, but he still showed up when he had to in the fourth quarter. He still took shots, and um, you know, um, it was very frustrating to see him, you know, pass up a a dunk like that. And just give the ball to a double team Thibel, who also tried to go for a dunk, ended up getting fouled. I mean, at least he actually tried to score a basket. You yeah, know? man. I mean, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, and in the post game interview, he was saying that he thought he had somebody behind him. No. And to to me, I'm thinking like, all right, you had somebody behind him. Who would Who was it? It was Bogdan Bogdanovich, bro. And that's like, and man, you're, you're six ten, six eleven, dunk the basketball, dunk it. 240 pounds, bro. Yeah, bro. Dunk the basketball, man. Please, dunk it. Yeah, bro. It was it was very uh tough to watch. But uh, you know what, dude? I'm actually happy for the Hawks because Trey Young, man, we get to see more of him. We get to see more of uh, John Collins. And all these guys' values are going to go up yeah, like crazy. These, you see Bogdanovich. You see um, Wurzer. He went crazy as well yesterday, too. Yeah, Wurzer. Who the hell was that guy? I didn't find out until yesterday. <laughs> he was doing good. He had a great game, man. I mean, back then, I, I would, like, hear about him, but I wasn't, like, actually paying attention to him. I thought he was, like, a overrated Tyler Hero, to be honest. But yeah. King Capella out in clutch, to be honest. Um, this team is very underrated. Yeah, this is this is a team that, uh, you know, they have star power, but I don't think they have an experienced star power. I don't think, honestly, don't think they'll be, it'll be enough for them to get through the Bucks. Uh, you know, and the Bucks had a, I think their toughest uh, yeah. opponent already with the Nets. You know, I don't think there's gonna be I, any 
anybody tougher to face uh, for the rest of the playoffs, even in the finals. I don't, I don't think there's any other team that they could face that's tougher than the Nets. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That that game was pretty crazy. Game seven, that game seven was wow. Kevin yeah. Durant, man, just he's like a what, like a size fourteen, fifteen. Just imagine if he was size ten. The game would have been over. Yeah, the game would have been over. Yeah, bro. And and that's the thing for game sevens, they're they're known to be like low scoring games. This game seven between the Nets and the Bucks was not a low scoring game, bro. It was. Crazy. It went to OT. You know, it, Giannis had 40, 16, and five, I believe, or sixteen fifty. I don't know, bro, but it was horrendous. Yeah, and uh, go ahead. But yeah, he went crazy. Um, Chris Middleton also showed up. PJ Tucker, yeah, he showed up in D. But Kevin Durant, man, I mean, I think um, Twitter has to pay attention to Durant because, you know, all the all the hate he gets at Twitter. Oh, um, fake rings, go get a real one. Like, things like that, I think that's irrelevant. Irrelevant? Irrelevant, but yeah. Yesterday, yesterday he showed up. Yeah, bro. And I mean, people, there's always going to be haters, especially with players like Kevin Durant and his caliber and his just his overall offensive prowess. But, you know, the crazy thing is that people can say that, oh, he had all this help around him. Well, to be honest, he didn't. Harden was like nowhere. Kyrie was hurt. Harden hurts too. They just been forcing him in there. It was all Kevin Durant. Yeah, and it was all. To be honest, he's, he still kicked ass. It wasn't enough, but he barely, like, Lost his game, to be honest with you. He barely lost his game. He, yeah, he dropped 47, he dropped 50, he dropped all those points every game in this series. But the Bucks, you got to give credit to him because they made him earn those points. You know, it wasn't like easy because to be honest, if it was easier, I honestly think like Durant would have dropped like like 70 or like exactly yeah. like 60, That's 70, like video game type of points, man, per per game. And, um, you know. Just for him to get dropped 50 against these Bucks, you know, that it's crazy, bro. And um, the deep, you talk about Drew Holiday, you talk about PJ Tucker, Giannis, you know, it's crazy how he's dropping that amount of points against these good as defenders. Yeah, and they are great defenders, you know. And to be honest, they just, uh, the Nets, they just had a big three. They had Kyrie, they had uh, Harden, and Kevin Durant. That was it. Everybody else were just players that filled the roster spots. Joe Harris, sure, he you could make put him in a conversation. They had to pick up Mike James right before the playoffs. Yeah. He stepped up whenever he did, but it wasn't enough, obviously. Um who else you had? You had um Shamit, who, you know, got six points here and there per game. Yeah. But you can't compliment that with 47, 16, and 5. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? And so um I think, and then a lot of people were blaming, you know, like, oh, Steve Nash, he's an inexperienced coach. Well, yeah, he's inexperienced, but I mean, if there's, I mean, anyone, yeah. do you want, if there's anybody you want to have as a first year coach, it's probably a two time MVP, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but I think my biggest question for you is what do you think, what, is the, what do you think is needed for the Nets to bounce back? You know, they're definitely, you know, championship contenders this year. You know, they faced, uh, possibly the toughest opponent they have all year, and especially with the Kevin Durant, Harden, and Kyrie era. Uh, but what do you think is needed for them to, you know, to claim that championship spot next year? I mean, get defense, man, because I feel like they don't have any 
any defenders, to be honest. Um, they got Harden and they let um, Jared Allen. Curtis LeBert was was actually like a pretty good defender, but I feel like if they focus on more more defense on the court, I feel like they should be good, to be honest. Yeah, and I agree, man. I mean, and then, you know, I think just overall rotational players, man, like people that are there to, like, fill roles, to, who are there to com- to complement the big three, you know. You think of, um, you know, other super teams like, you know, the Warriors. And you can even think of the Lakers this year as, as a super team. You know, they have AD, yeah. LeBron, but and Andre Drummond, whoever they have, you know, all the – but they have those players to support LeBron and AD. Uh, you know, they have uh, KCP – uh, Schroeder, even Rondo when he was there when they won the the championship last year, they all had they all supported LeBron and, and um and AD. It wasn't just those two, just like how went with these Nets uh this Nets team where it's those three big guys that do everything, you know. It's a three v five, not a five. I mean, yeah. sorry, it's a five v five, not a three v five. Yeah, man, and uh, I just think uh. You know, and then the, the Kevin Durant, I believe, in the in the middle of the season, and I forgot who else. They made like a, kind of like a comment where, you know, they're like, "Oh, we don't need a coach to win a game," and that's why Steve Nash is the coach. Well, to be honest, again, looking back at the Lakers, they got Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel is a great coach. He, you know, coached yeah. very well with the Indiana Pacers uh, when Paul George and uh, uh, Lance Stevenson was there, even George Hill, mm-hmm. and that was a great playoff team. You know, yeah. everybody's rooting for him. It really like was Portland Trailblazers, um, but Frank Vogel even with the super team like the Lakers, he still makes adjustments. He still does things, uh, you know, what a coach should. It's not like yeah, what a coach would do, you know. Yeah, yeah I agree. He's still, he's still getting the game plan out there, and the, the players, even LeBron James, who's arguably the best and best player right now, uh, still doing, uh, you know, following the game plan. It's not like he has he uh, uh, rides the ship and. Yeah, he he respects and leads everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so uh, you know, um, and that also that also you can even say that for the Clippers. You know, the Clippers they got Ty Lue, and Ty Lue he was already with LeBron and the Cavs, and then you could kind of think of the same thing that Ty Lue, the way Ty Lue was with the Cavs a few years back. That's how Steve Nash is for the Nets, but yeah. you now look at Ty Lue with the Clippers. Ty Lue is actually doing pretty good with the Clippers. You know, he's like Frank Vogel, you know, making game plans and telling Kawhi and PG and whoever to do, and they're listening, you know. So there's debate also that, you know, possibly, and just possibly, not for sure, for sure, that Tyron Lue is the best coach in the NBA right now. Do you agree with that? Oh, I mean, probably because, I don't know. I mean, he made history with the Clippers. The first appearance in the NBA Conference Finals. So it's very debatable, to be honest. Yeah, and especially without Kawhi, with Kawhi being injured, who's also oh. going to miss game two tomorrow uh, for the for the Clippers. Uh, yeah, uh, I would. I do want to say he is the best coach right now, but I think I will for sure say that just because he is, I believe, the best coach remaining in the playoffs. You know, there's four teams. Uh I'm not going to say Monty Williams is better than Ty Lue or even, um, dang, I can't remember the Hawks or the the uh, Suns coach. But Ty Lue is the best remaining coach. Now, if I was to think like around the NBA, the ones that, you know, didn't make it to the playoffs or 
or who didn't make it this far. I think Nick Nurse is a better coach than Terry yeah. Lou, honestly. I agree. Uh, I like uh, Nick Nurse. I really like Nick Nurse, and he's he's. I think he's a great coach. But uh, the ones remaining, I think Ty Lue is you know the top of the notch right now. Um, so uh, yeah, but I also want to transition back into that you know Sixers talk and Ben Simmons. We said that you know Ben Simmons is not gonna return as a Sixer, and I think that's uh, pretty obvious. Um, I I don't know if you took a look at the post game interviews after those matches, uh, after the game seven. I mean. Uh, Doc Rivers was like, you know, they asked him, do you think, if I'm trying to remember correctly, do you think Ben Simmons, oh, man, I don't, I don't remember if he said, like, if he's, like, yeah, MVP caliber I, or championship caliber. I forgot what the topic was, but, man, it was, <laughs> it was very shocking. Yeah, Doc Rivers said, yeah. no, I don't think so. Yeah, I just do like, just like, straight up. Yeah, I mean, he, he just didn't care. He didn't care. No hesitation whatsoever. He just said, oh, we got some work to do. And Joe Embiid said the same thing, too. He said, oh, I think the thing happened where we missed that wide-open dunk. And he said we, you know, trying to be like that leader. But the truth is, Ben Simmons missed that wide-open dunk. That's a real teammate right there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to feel for Joel Embiid and not only Joel Embiid, but the whole Sixers fans. The whole, just imagine how they felt when Ben Simmons passed that wide dunk wide open dunk just imagine how yeah and it, it, it it's not only that dude but just his overall performance in this this whole series you know 37 percent in free throw shooting and free throw shooting bro like it's <laughs> not, like unguarded three points 37 percent. it's very crazy to me because every off season i always see posts about oh ben ben simmons is shooting the ball well now he's gonna He's gonna go crazy with the shooting. His um, his field goal percentage is gonna go up now. But I mean, I feel like he's scared of people watching him shoot or something. I don't know what's wrong with. Him. It's definitely a mental thing. I think. Um, yeah. I think it's just the pressure of Game Seven, you know, and just being in the series and getting closer, an inch closer to you know the NBA Finals. It it, it got to him. I think it started way back into game five when they blew that 25 point lead you know and that's when i think the sixers lost this series i think after game five i was like oh you know what trey young is taking this home wow they didn't they didn't lose after game seven they lost after game five even though they won game six to force game seven i still think they lost game f- after game five man that's crazy wow, that's true yeah um so yeah we think uh ben simmons is living leaving uh the sixers if he's living leaving Philly, where do you think he's gonna go? So I saw this very weird trade um, on Twitter, obviously because you know they always go crazy on Twitter. Mm. So one of my favorite players, um, Darren Fox, Swiper. Um, I saw this trade. So Philly would trade Shake Milton. Plus a uh, second round, I think, and Ben Simmons to get um De'Aaron Fox, but I feel like that's not gonna happen because um the Kings are not that dumb to make that to just accept that trade. They're not that dumb, so I don't know where Ben Simmons is gonna end up, but I wish he would end up to the Kings so I could see Swipe on the contender team because everybody needs to know that Swipe is. He's tough, man. He's tough. I love this guy. Yeah, I agree. But 
I mean, you're talking about trade scenarios and whatnot. Like, after this series, you just got to think about, like, how low, like, how much did his value drop? And Matt, imagine he's still earning that type of money. When I forgot when he got his contract extension, I think it was, like, three years ago. Yeah. And he got a five-year extension. I forgot. And it's, like, 100-something mil. Yeah, it was. Just for him to, you know, not shoot. Wow. Good. <laughs> like, he it's probably, crazy, you know? He probably has, like, two years left, dude. Imagine that and how, how much money he's earning for just mm-hmm. shooting, like, 10% in the free throw. The free yeah, throw man. line. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yes, Max. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It, you know, you just got to think about, like, all right, who's willing to possibly just buy out the rest of his contract, you know? how low did his value go and i think instead of you know looking through his contract you could look at the value of his players and just in comparison to yeah. just do a one-off trade you know one-on-one i'm thinking what's a good trade is that you know he could go to portland for cj mccullum oh that would be nice that'd be but, really nice but then again i really like cj mccullum and i think he's a baller yeah he's, he's uh. do i think that it's a fair trade or do i think that the Sixers, are they gonna win that trade? Uh, or the Portland gonna win it, you know? It's yeah, just, it's like kind of like a 50 50, or it could yeah. be like both both teams lose the trade, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. was not worth it. Uh, I think McCollum would be a fantastic asset for the Sixers. Oh, in terms of Ben Simmons, you know, being uh, you know, a supporting star for uh, Damian Lillard, I don't know, man. He has to play the four no matter what. He can't play the one anymore. He can't play the one anymore. He can't. He can't play the one anymore. He has to play the four. He has to come back to play the four again. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, All I know is that he got a lot of work to do. And it's just shocking that he uh, just, I don't know, man. It's just, he he doesn't have that aggressiveness, I don't think. And it's definitely a mental thing. You know, it's definitely a mental thing. And how that we think about you. Um, a lot of people go through things, you know. It's not only like us people, but athletes too. It's pretty crazy to me. Yeah, it is. And so maybe it's something outside of basketball, but it's definitely something that he has to take care of. And uh, you know, I think he could bounce back, honestly. But he is. He is. I'm pretty sure. Um, I saw a post that he won't commit um to play at. That instead of doing that, he's gonna put up some work in the offseason. Hopefully, he gets a shot up and so he could bounce back. You know, looking forward yeah, to man. it. Yeah, I sure hope so. But uh, yeah, man, it's just crazy what Philly has been enduring, man. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we close this uh this show, you know, thank you again, Max, for joining us, even though you don't know a crap load of uh <laughs> basketball. <laughs> uh, but um, Mario, who you got? And these next two series, you got Western Conference Finals, Phoenix Suns, and Clippers. Who you got? And then how I, many games? I have Bucks. Yeah, I have Bucks and six. And I have, oh, uh, hmm. Suns and four. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, maybe how Devin Booker is playing, probably. But I feel like Kawhi is going to come back in game three, game four. So I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count out. Um, the Clippers. So I think this game is gonna go through six, and I think the Clippers are taking it. Okay. Uh, 
Oh, I really want the Hawks to win, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> like, that's a Cinderella story I need to watch, bro. Like, I'm down to watch Hawks Suns or Hawks Clips, bro. Like, you would you would have never guessed, like, 10 years ago, like, oh, what the heck? That's the finals in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what, like why the why the Hawks are there, you know? Like, 10 years ago, they were, like, not that good. They had, you know, the starting, part guard, the starting point guard, I think, like, mm -hmm. about 10 years ago was Jeff Teague. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like stop playing bro Dunk? wow crazy yeah yeah man um but i'm gonna go i'm gonna be realistic here too man unbiased um all right i'm gonna start with the clip sun series i'm gonna go it just depends whoever wants it more man that's the toughest part but i'm gonna go with suns in six and six and then wow. for the eastern conference i'm gonna go bucks in five Bucks and five. Yeah, I'm really? just gonna be real. Yeah, wow. and, uh, unless like for whatever reason the Bucks like just play terrible, like they like there's like a whole team of Ben Simmons in yeah. the series. Yeah, I don't see I don't see the Hawks beating the Bucks, man. And honestly, it's not it's not the Hawks beating the Bucks. It's like I don't see Trey Young beating the Bucks by himself because the truth is he's the main guy, man. Like I said, you see the day you see. PJ Tucker, you see, be honest. I mean, they're stuck. The rotation is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're boring, Max. And you know what? It's actually <laughs> time for <laughs> We're actually time to go. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, let us know what you guys want to hear more, uh, hear us to talk about uh, more often, whether if it's NBA, uh, soccer in general. Uh, definitely, we're going to talk some NFL in the near future, especially with oh, Alex here and Mario. And we're actually. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun with that uh, in the near future. But I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. Again, follow us at, follow us on social media at Los Angeles Saga. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And spread the word on us, man. We're here. It's going to be a fantastic summer. we got plenty more to go. And we hope to see you guys uh, possibly Friday. We'll be recording again. And then if not, then next week for sure. All right, everybody. You guys have a good one. Peace. Adios.